Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the legitimacy of universities. And their legitimacy is, is just a, an old memory. It has faded over time. When they first came out, sure, there was a utility to universities, but now there's really no point to them. I mean, I, I disagree with that. Ultimately, I'll say that with the way that information is given right now and misinformation, I think that there's definitely something to be gained from going to a university. Yeah, a more university misinformation. I, I don't think so. I mean, ultimately, if we think about it, every doctor that you know has had to go through university and the one that's operating on you went and got a university education and that's pretty much where they started why you can trust them so there is value to university still yeah but they didn't do that just because they thought it was the best route to to gain the knowledge that they were after they did it because they were mandated by the government those two careers that you mentioned have requirements that they go in and get licensing from the government and the government requires them to, to get educations at the universities. And you have to ask yourself, well, why do they do that? It's because everybody gets money. The university gets your money, and then the government gets your the university's tax money. So it's, it's a system put in place just for profit. It has nothing to do with the actual education that you're going to get. Well, we're in a capitalist country and a free market, one of that. So I'm okay with everybody but, getting money. But when the government involves itself, it's no longer but, free market. However, no matter how you look at it, though, I don't want someone that had a Udemy or a YouTube medical education operating on me. So what, what that provides you, what the university provides you, is that standard, a certain quality of experience and knowledge that will be gained by the surgeon by the time they get out. But it's not standardized. Although they may all share similar uh, learning material in the sense of books and things like that, there is no standardized course that, that you take to become whatever doctor you're referring to. You go to one university, you're going to have certain opinions there from, from certain doctors that, that are working there. You've got uh, ex-surgeons, ex-internists, whatever they are that, yeah. that are now pro professors. And then you go to the next university and they're going to teach you something similar but a little bit different. It, 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 that's not the way it works. And that's why when you finally get your license and you go to work as a doctor, they don't just let you go to work as a doctor. You have to do uh, your residency. They have to Absolutely. torture you for like two years with real world experience of how it actually is. Absolutely. And that's why I say it works perfectly. You start out, you go to uni, you learn what you need to learn. You learn the course so you're not just someone that's going to that residency that's incapable of doing anything, that can't even understand what's being said to you. It's a good core and subset of knowledge which is valuable when compared to everything else out there. Because, I mean, right now, make no mistake, if you have any opinion or you need any information on anything at all, I hate to say, but the worst place to look for it right now is the internet. Because at this point, you can't trust anything online anymore. Listen, that's, that's just a misunderstanding of the tools that are available to you. Just because the internet has things that are for entertainment, has things that are for misinformation, and has things that are for actual education, doesn't mean that the internet is, is a bad source for, for the education. It just means that you specifically have an inability to differentiate between the three. No, ultimately, 
a lot of people are having problems. Like if we, we don't even need to look further than Fox News and CNN. And those are supposed to be our trusted sources for news, but you can't trust the information from either. Listen, however you get your, your education, if, if the goal is just to make sure that the person who's about to be licensed as a doctor or lawyer, which I don't think you, you should be required to have a license for, for most things, then just give them a test. It, doesn't, it shouldn't matter what school they went to or, or what people they spoke to. All that should matter is do they have the, the knowledge and ability. And if, if this person was able to gain the knowledge and ability through books that they read, that they purchased and read, and videos that they watched online, and, and you know, maybe uh, uh, apprenticing to, to a doctor or something like that for a little while, and they're able to pass your test, which is probably going to be a very rigorous test if it's anything like the, the bar exam for lawyers, then you, you should be allowed to, to get your license and be able to practice. Well, that's a licensing talk. And sure, fine, just like with, if we go to law, there's a bar, you can take the test, and if you get it, you're in, right? You Only have... if you went to the university. N no, no, that's actually not true. You can take the bar without having gone to a university. But the government, the bar just allows you to, to pass some sort of a test. The government, however, requires that you get a license from them to practice law. But and it... to get the license, they're gonna, they have an educational requirement, and they also have the bar exam requirement. The bar exam, I don't think there's an educational requirement. You, sh you can become one, even though... That's what I'm saying. You can take the bar exam mm -hmm. without having the education, but to get the license, you need both the educational part and the, the exam part. I'll have to check that because I don't think so. But either way, on that same note, taking one doesn't invalidate the other. Sure, you should be able to study online if you want and pass a test. But it doesn't change the fact that going to a university, you do get quality education that helps you pass no. same test. You, yes. get, you get inefficient education. All, all that you do when you, when you put a, a university in the mix is you, in, you inject inefficiencies in the system, right? So whereas you could have just gone on to Amazon.com and ordered all the same books at a fraction of the price that the university sold them to you at, now you have to first... Get into a car, you have to drive to the university, you have to find parking, you have to walk to your class, you have to sit there for you know an hour or an hour and a half, you have to hopefully listen and understand someone even though maybe there's no seats available at the front and, and maybe the your professor, like my professor was, you know, has a very thick accent and you can't understand what they're saying regardless of where you're sitting. And, and then you're going to end up having to just read the book anyways. You're going to have to take their individual test which is, is going to be extremely personalized according to how they view the, the specific topic and may not have anything to do with the actual test that you get from the government. And you go through all of this and you, through, through so much expense and all this time and all this effort, and are you really getting anything above and beyond what you would get reading the exact same books on your own and watching some videos of professors that maybe you like even more than the one that happens to be at your university, and that's why their, their YouTube videos are so popular. And then you go and you take your test. What, what are you gaining extra? Well, I mean, you're adding in things like driving there and finding parking and everything. Well, that's so, all part of it. So then let's add all the parts of it. One, you get networking. That's one big thing you get there. The people that you're sitting beside and your professor, from his letter recommendation, which depending on the school, does matter. 
Then, at the end of the day, once you've You're graduated... You're already in the university. What do you need a letter of recommendation? Once you've graduated, a letter of recommendation from the university, it helps. When helps you're what? going with employers, that does help. Just like your cover letter that you have to hand and your interview. That's perfect. That's, recommendation. that's, perfect. that's, that's more reason. more reason why you why it does show No, that's value. more reason why universities are illegitimate. If you're just using them as, as some sort of like a, a, a boys club where, you know, you, you get clout and stuff like that, and it's just who you know, not what you know, that's a detriment to society Careful overall. With your verbiage. I hear that universities are primarily female right now. So it's not a boys club. It's a boy and girls club. It, it all depends on how the biologically female person identifies, okay? They, they could be a boy. But that's separate from the point. The point is... A people's club. The point is, is that... Or other entities as well, as we remember from the other podcast. But if you're going there for for extracurricular uh, reasons that, that, that are beyond Networking. education, that is incorrect. Because why would you want a doctor operating on you because of his letter of recommendation? Just because he knew somebody, was friendly with somebody, as opposed to the other doctor who has all of this knowledge and skill. Well, it's simple. It's as... Someone that's looking for one surgeon or one doctor for my hospital. I want the best one, right? And how do I pick out of all of them there? Simple. You pass the test. Every other doctor that signed up passed the test. How do I pick which one? Easy. It, it becomes a competition no. of which one's the best it's one. It's very easy. You simply make a more complex test. You, if, if everybody was that's, able to pass your test... That's perfect. But right now is when you need one. Sure, you can make a more complex test in the future. Whatever. You need someone right now. And this these are the options that you have. Regardless, if you're a company with one opening, you're going to get more than a thousand applicants. How do you filter them out? You just ask them more difficult questions during the interview. And if they all pass them, how do you filter them out? Well, it's simple. Then, the then same... I filter you out because you're a horrible human resource. And person. then you go and question them yourself and they all pass your test. It's simple. That's all it is. It's you have to stack medals very 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 easy if they all pass no matter how difficult i make the test that means they are all highly knowledgeable and skilled exactly so it's very simple now i pick the one that didn't go to the university because that person was smart enough not to unnecessarily inject all these inefficiencies into their education and their finances because all these people are graduating hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and that means that he's going to not only be best for my hospital in the sense of the work that he does on the patients, but also the best for my hospital for the bottom line with all of the efficiencies he's able to That's not instill true in my at hospital. All. Well, if you're a businessman and you're the owner of the hospital, you know that you want them in debt. You don't want them out of debt. Then they're going to work there two years and go and start their own practice. But if they're in $2 million debt, they're going to sit there for a while. So it's in your best interest to keep one with debt. But ultimately, that's what I'm saying. In that sense, it's just a filtering mechanism. Not necessarily. Which they don't need... Just because they, they clearly had a desire to become a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they have the desire to be an entrepreneur as well and deal with the minutia of, of paying rent on a building and having to fix pipes and leaks. and what. No, they just want a doctor. That's why they became a doctor. So that's what I provide to them as the, the proprietor of the and, hospital and is an environment be, to doctor. And by being in debt to you, they'll be in debt and needing that salary that you're giving them, they'll stay longer. I mean, no. it's just you, one more you're, checkbox. You're trying use. to force them into it like some sort of a slave owner, and that's wrong. If they wanted to become a doctor, 
chances are all they wanted to do was be a doctor. The government already forced them into debt. I'm just seeing that they have ten million. No, they, I'm saying that will give me five years while they pay that off. The government did and force it's good them business. in. The government forced them into it. But in this scenario where they had the option to do it or not do it, they. You know, I now have choice. to choose which one I want, and I think that that one, from a business perspective, is more likely to stay with my company for a while, which. Like it or not, that's just business. And that's just one example with, with the medical yes, industry. Yes, with the medical. Let's get out of the medical because that's a sensitive one. Let's just do a reg. I mean, we can't even use business because business is all about networking. So you, um, you can use anything you want because business is not all about networking. Okay, so you need a, a, an accounting uh, portion of, of the education. You, okay. You need, um, you need the ability to manage. You need the ability to procure assets and and do supply and demand and all sorts of calculations. Yeah. So it, it's not just about networking. That's so the the CEO, the guy that sits at the top, needs to find all of those people networking. So when when you have these these other curriculum that people go into in the universities, where's the legitimacy, right? So you went to to the university. They they convinced you to take something like uh, liberal arts. So you you graduate. You spent all that money, all that time. You now have a degree in you know glassware appreciation throughout the ages, okay? So, so what are you going to do now? Is there a museum that specifies just glassware throughout the ages that you can become a curator for? Let's be clear. That person that took that course wanted to become a professor of liberal arts, and that's why they did that. I mean, sure, some courses are more valuable in society or are more attractive to society than others. Sure, but that's no different than saying, hey, go learn glassware through the ages online. I mean, it, it's just something that, the, that doesn't track regardless of where you do it. Ah, but you have the extra debt and inefficiency of going and learning it through the university when you just yourself well, said well, yes. you could have had the same education online. But you could have paid 10000 online too. It's not like every information online is free. It's clearly not going to be the same cost as going to a physical location or getting it from a university in general. Depending on your status and your gender, the going to university could be free. Depending on your country, it doesn't cost you anything at all. So what what do we mean the fees? Okay. So so you're telling me so you got the full well, there's a cost to society, of course, yes, because of course, nothing yeah. is free. Absolutely. Somebody paid for the college education. Absolutely. So, you know, whether it's me out of my tax dollars or the, the student directly, somebody paid. So so now so this person they themselves did not have to pay. Fine. So they go to the college, and the college offered them degrees that are worthless. And if they chose one of those, and they squandered that, that you know, college, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what do they call it? When it's a, um, you know, prepaid tuition or a scholarship or something. So they squandered it, and, and they, they now are are in the workforce, they can't get a job, and you're like, well, at least there was no cost to them. I, I would beg to differ, right? There's the cost of all the years that they wasted going to that school. Well, the degree is worthless as far as we're concerned because that's no different than saying that same person stays at home and watches nonsense online and then comes out and can't find a job. People are allowed to watch nonsense and maybe the value to it is something other 
that we see. For all we know, when they finish that course about glassware throughout the ages, you're looking at the next best YouTube video teaching about all of that stuff. And they end up being millionaires. You never know what they're going to do with it. There's a val there may be a value to that course that we're just not seeing. I don't see it per se, but regardless of what the course is, if there's a structure behind the knowledge and the way it's taught, a lot of people value college education. And students value college education and employers value it. And from an employer standpoint, I get it because anybody can get a certification that says I, you know, I can configure, uh, I can build an engine. Who cares what it is? But ultimately, that's just one person with one skill, right? What a college education does is it makes you a lot more round. It puts you into topics that you don't want to learn but you have to force yourself to go through it because you need to get it done. So when you're at that job and your boss wants you to do something and you don't like it, you're not going to just say, no, I'm not going to do it and get up and walk out because you've now been given that structure. Sometimes you have to do some of the things that you don't want to do to get where you want to go. So for, so for those two points that you made, one where they, they get the same education, you know, a university or online. Structured. Whatever. No, whatever. It's not the same. But you're saying, well, what's the difference if they got just as good of an education at the university as, as they got from the videos? Well, it didn't cost them as much, and it took less time and effort. And then your, your other point where just by the mere suffering through the university proves to some employer that you're extremely malleable and, and all this other stuff. No, once you get beyond... Uh, flipping burgers and stuff like that. Nobody wants you malleable and, and a jack-of-all-trades. They want you honed and focused on one specific skill that you can do to an extreme level so that you can be a neurosurgeon or you can be a, a rocket scientist or, or an engineer or something like that. And those people still can't escape having to do the other parts. So the rocket scientist still has to do the paperwork. It, it trains you on doing the things that you also don't want to do, but you have to get through But it. they do it on their own level. So when you go to the doctor and the doctor writes you a prescription, are you able to read it when they hand it to you? No, it's just a bunch of scribbly lines. No, no, no. College taught them that. So when you go that's to... That's not scribbly so lines, when you that's go, Latin. So when you go to the pharmacy, it's not Latin because I'm familiar with Latin. So when you go to the pharmacy and you, you try to fill the prescription... The, the, the pharmacist takes one look at the scribbles, throws away the piece of paper, just uses it as a certificate of, of authenticity, goes into the computer where the physician's assistant entered the, the prescription that you were looking for and says, ah, yes, it, this makes more sense now, and fills your prescription. It's a specific handwriting that they're taught. However, however, that said, fantastic as that is, that said, it still teaches you that structure. There's no denying it teaches you structure. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people that I think can survive without the structure. Some people can get an education online. Some people can go to YouTube, find the information they want, and then thrive. The other 90% are just going to watch cat videos. The fact that they can shows that there's no legitimacy to, to the university. The university is just there... To, to skim off money from society. Natural. As far it. as the universities are concerned, what it does is it So why are people? they installing water parks and things in universities to attract more people there? They don't care about the, the education anymore. See, because that's what they have to realize. Like, unfortunately, what attracts the new generation 
are actual water parks. You bring them in. You're laughing because you're then, seeing your point falling I, no, apart no, no. before your I'm eyes. I'm seeing them having to install the water parks, and I feel real sorry for society that we need to go to that lens to attract people to get an education. But they're not going to get the education. If, if they're slipping and sliding they on, slip in the water and park. They slide and then they go to class and then after class is done, they slip and slide and hopefully they gain enough knowledge to pass through the university and then become a factory worker. Look, look at all this. At least this something hope, productive. Hopefully after their well, hundreds well, of thousands of dollars. Well, not everybody that goes to college graduates. So we have to be honest about that. Some people do fall out. Some people drop out of college. So I can't say they're all going to pass. And that doesn't not. even matter because the ones that do graduate, graduate with worthless degrees. No. Yes. I, that's it's not only worthwhile if the government look mandates at, that you have the degree. Look, at, if you ask 90% of all the VPs, they've got a degree. If you ask in all Fortune 500. And it doesn't ask, help them at all. The, the people, look. Look, there are VPs listen, at Fortune 500. Listen, that doesn't matter, right? You're VP, VP, VP. Okay, look, okay. At the, look at the presidents of companies, okay? So you have Michael Dell dropped out of college because he's, he's like, well, that's just a waste of money. Look at all these opportunities. And now he has a, a computer empire. Then you have Bill Gates. He was going to college. He dropped out. He's like... He's like, why am I spending all this money on this? Look at this wonderful opportunity over here. And then they, they made millions of dollars and they're captains of industry. You don't need the degree. Yeah, and what did they surround themselves with? Money. All around them. Money. People with degrees. At the end of the day, they went and hired Exactly. So why would degrees. you want to be the subordinate with your fancy degree and high level of debt because when you could be the CEO? Because for every Bill Gates that dropped out and tried to do something with no structure, mm -hmm. there are 10 million that didn't The get same anywhere. thing with your university degree. For the one person who was smart enough to get a degree that is useful because the government mandates that you get it before you can enter into that industry, you have 10 million others good, that good, got liberal arts degrees. Good try, but from what we've seen, all the statistics show, with a college degree, you will end up earning more than a non-college degree holder. That is 1,000% wrong. It's actually been shown the opposite. People with college degrees are working minimum wage jobs because th there were no positions available in the field of, of lemon engineering or you know TV science or whatever it is that they the went data, for liberal arts the for. The data already shows it. A person with a college degree a college degree owner will earn more in their life. That's only because you on got that data from the university. If you went straight to the actual book that was published, you'll see that it's the exact opposite. So what you're saying is that I you're a product I can't of a trust, university. I can't trust the information that I'm getting all over the internet. No, no, on the internet it'll tell you the truth. No, the internet does show. The statistics. Only if you're look, going to the propaganda sections about the universities. It's all over the internet. It's look. everywhere. A person with a college degree ends up earning more over their lifespan than a person without one. That is clearly false. And it I gave you two examples. Just one person doesn't make the average. That's my point. And the average is still He's the same just thing. one out of seven billion without a college degree that got successful. You make more without the college degree. There are you countless had of one person that made more. And unfortunately, he just equals one person that made a lot. 
And then if you take, if we say all the Fortune 500, all 500 of them, even though that's not true, if we were to say all 500 of them didn't have a degree, that'd still be 500 out of 7 billion. And then if you look on the empires they built and see that every single one in there has a college degree, so they're 8,000 and they're 30,000 and they're 60,000 because college degree is required, then you can see that if you're lucky, you'll be the one, Bill Gates. If you're unlucky, you'll be able to get 30,000 jobs. Listen, you said a lot of nonsense right there, it's, okay? It's, and it, and it doesn't matter. You can be the, the person who makes more, right? Because to make more, on average, throughout your entire lifetime, all that means is that you have to earn a penny more or a dollar more an hour or whatever it is, okay? Okay. And that's, that is the average. Because when you go into to the university, remember... The majority of people, I'm just playing with your own numbers, the majority of people do not go into the universities for STEM uh, degrees. Okay. They, they go in for liberal arts degrees in mass. That is that is the majority of the degrees sure. that they're producing. And for m money uh, revenue reasons, that is why universities offer these worthless degrees. Sure. So they go in, they get their degree, they, they go into debt and everything, because remember, if you're going to say over their lifetime somebody made more sure, or less, absolutely. you have to include the debt. Absolutely. Okay, so they go and they get their degree, they, they work for 40 years or whatever it is the, the average work span is. Okay. And then the person who did not go in got a four-year head start. Not only do they not have the one or $200,000 worth of college debt, but they also have four years of, of experience in the workforce. That's a huge leap start over the person who went to the university. And now, when you when you try to get a job with liberal arts, nobody's gonna give it to you. And then when you factor in the mindset that the person who went into liberal arts has, that person is gonna be drawn towards careers like uh, barista at Starbucks, or you know librarian at Barnes and Nobles, or something like that. So th those people are not even going to, to be the type to seek out the jobs that don't require degrees that, that pay a lot. like. You know, working in, in waste management or, uh, you know, being a plumber or something like that. These are high-paying jobs that don't require college degrees. But those people aren't the type to take those jobs. But the person who skipped those four years and all that debt are the type to take those yeah. jobs. Well, I like the $200,000 debt idea, but that's also a great fallacy. We're not all going to Harvard's and MIT's. Like, right now, Every college your local that. college is around Five to six thousand a year for a four-year degree, so it's not that much. But you're not factoring in the other debt that they have to take on, which would be uh, a dormitory or to be able to feed themselves. No, you live at your home. That's that's. Well, a lot of these people aren't doing that. They aren't living at their home. They aren't uh, working at the same time as going to college. But you can do that. So agreed. But we we're can... playing with the majority, which is what you said. You said okay, the majority. Okay, and of then people. at the end of the day, if we look on companies and what they're hiring, a lot of these companies have a hard requirement, as you said, of having a degree. Liberal arts are not, so they're still able. Every to job get... that I've applied to has said minimum requirements: a bachelor's degree in science or a master's degree in in whatever. And I've gotten every single one of those jobs without that. You know why? Because the moment you're in the chair, face-to-face -face with the person who's going to hire you to do the job, they only care about one thing. They care about, do you seem normal enough to pull it off? And are you actually able to do the job? Every time somebody comes in with their, their four-year degree and whatever, and they're just like, they're going to be like, no, 
Can you even write a sentence? That's exactly it right there. So ultimately... Can you speak to a client for more than five minutes without interjecting your opinions on, on the environment or the political aspects or, or how horrible far-right you know people are or anything? If you can't do that, we don't want you for the job. And that's the problem that they run into. And those people will still get in. It's Right now, it's even down to a system where, as it stands right now, you've just got a computer seeing if you check the box or not. And if you don't have the degree when it does that check, you don't even get a call back. So just on that level alone, a college, earn, a college degree earner has a much better chance no. of getting in the job Listen, before you. Check the box, don't check the box. Make sure that your cover letter is amazing and that you filled everything out perfectly. If you if you have spelling errors all over the place or anything like that, that is a bigger red flag than the checkbox for the college you degree. You don't. Your resume and cover letter will not even get on the table unless you've checked the right boxes. That is not true at all. That's Every job that I've gotten wanted some sort of high-level college degree which was not available and and I went ahead and applied anyways and got the job. So took, you should have seen... It took no one applying. No, no, no. You should have seen my competition because several of these jobs, they interviewed us at the exact same time. My competition was ridiculous. They had degrees, plenty of degrees. Some of them had, had um, you know, double bachelors in, in like engineering and sciences, whatever but they couldn't even tie their shoelaces, okay? These people could not do a job. They, they knew how to sit down and, and, you know, write a little bit on a piece of paper and be fed food by their parents and things like that, but they, they could not dress themselves, you know, in, in dress slacks or anything like that, go present themselves to a client, do the interview, or even bother to research the company for 10 minutes before they got there so they at least knew what everything was referring to when, when they were being interviewed. They didn't do any of these things. That's why I got the job. And every time I got the job, the interviewer is like, like, wow, I totally wasn't expecting it to be this resume that, that got it. I mean, yes, impressive cover letter, impressive skills and abilities and everything, but without the college degree, I, I, I really didn't know that, that I was going to lean this way. But after seeing everybody else that I interviewed, man, you are leaps and bounds over everybody else. I'm questioning why anybody even goes to college. What are they teaching people in universities these days? So, so that's the problem. The problem is just that you're a smart person. There is such a thing as someone that's too smart for their own good. And you can't use you to judge by. If you think of our last podcast when we asked for the average IQ of the country, it's room temperature. So those people, I like the fact that you said, you know, how they can't even tie their laces because most of these people are just staying at home and not even going to college, not actually taking any initiative. So when they get forced out, they don't even have a college degree or anything. They, so they went to college. And the reason they went to college is because universities now are just daycare centers for, for these people, okay? It's either parents' basement until they're 47 years old, or you send them off to university and, and hope to pawn this person off on some poor employer out there. And all I'm telling people is that the only time you need the, the university's uh, education is to get that little piece of paper when the government mandates it. Because otherwise, you're not going to be legally allowed to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. If, so you if, do need a if that's not the case for you, what I am saying is save your money, save all that extra time and effort driving around and, and doing stuff on their schedule. What about an engineer? Engineers, the, in the most 
scenarios, you don't need a government license to be an engineer. To become a PE, I think you do, right? A PE? Yeah, the principal engineer, the, the ones that built, we're talking about the bridges civil, and all civil of engineer. Civil. Yeah, C yeah to I think be, you do, right? To be a civil engineer, you don't need a license, but if you're going to do stuff for the government, then yes, you, you need a license just because the government is the government. You know, like You need a license to breathe, but whatever. So for if you don't need a government license for any reason that you're not forced into that university scenario, don't do it. Save the money, save all that time and effort, and, and, and instead of doing things on their schedule, do it on your schedule. Buy that $200 book for $20 on your own. Read it, study it, watch a few videos if you need. Practice a little bit in, in your house with whatever it is that, that you're working on, if it's chemical engineering or, or electrical engineering or whatever it is that you wanna learn. And then, you know, Apply it in real life, or even better than working for other people, just start your own business. That's what Rob and I did, and that's what I recommend you do, because working for other people is horrendous. The only thing I'll jump on on that one and say is, if you do take Alfred's advice, and you buy that book for $20, and you study the book, and you try to figure it all out, and you try to apply it yourself, and you can't figure it out, no matter how hard you try, and you search online, and you're not getting anywhere, Maybe that structure doesn't work for you. And maybe you should apply for a university to get that standard method of teaching. No. Because remember, n not everybody needed education to begin with. Who, who were the first pr people to come up with medicine, to come up with science and everything like that? You, this, there's no chicken and the egg here, right? There was a beginning and an end. It started with no universities, no schools. And then eventually it turned into that. And the theory behind that was to allow people to specialize in things and, and, and you know, get those skills honed to an extremely high level so that we could keep progressing with the science available in society. That's not what's happening anymore. Now everybody's just saying, oh, you have to go to university. Well, why? Well, you, you, you have to. Well, that's just dogma now at that point, if you're not giving me an actual reason. You don't have to go there to become a barista at Starbucks, okay? If you're just gonna get a liberal arts degree and you're not even gonna get a liberal arts degree to a high level, like where you know everything about art history from the beginning of time and you can, you can analyze it in a way that's entertaining to people and, and be a very popular YouTube creator, then no, don't go. You can do all of this on your own. The first person to figure out how to swim didn't go to college to learn swimming engineering. The first person who crafted something out of metal didn't go to the University of, of Blacksmithing. You are human. You have the ability to think on your own and imagine things that don't even exist yet or take something that already exists and make it better and you don't need 50 people robbing your pockets of all of your wealth and forcing you to think a certain way in order to accomplish it. Now, I like what you just said, and I think that you should be on the board of a university to help even make them even greater than current. So what you're saying is, and I agree 100%, Alfred, is that when you are ready to hone your skills and be the best that you can be, then you should absolutely go to university. And that's, that's a powerful statement. I disagree with that, but I also cannot be the head of a university because otherwise all we're going to teach all day is, uh, is volleyball. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?